For the longest time, we have separated weed from all of the other drugs. But now, with how much science and chemistry we're putting behind it, and how much it's progressed in potency, I think it's becoming the new drug. And that's the lemon. What is up, everyone? This is Evan with the Lemons with Clemens. And today's lemon is weed culture. Now, I no longer smoke weed, but I used to smoke a lot of it. Right? I've had my share of fun. I've enjoyed myself. And I still think I have an opinion that is worthwhile because of my experiences. Now that I'm older and I can look back on it, hopefully some of what I say makes sense. But we have always separated weed from other drugs unless you are the people that put weed on the scheduled drug list. Because I think it's still the schedule, what, schedule one drug with, with like heroin, which is absolutely insane, okay? Let's clear the air real quick, okay? I think there is true medicinal value behind marijuana and CBD. I think you can find a lot of benefits from it, whether it be anxiety, sleeping, restless leg syndrome, seizures, uh, helping people eat and gain weight, and the list goes on. But... We have put so much into it now. Weed is no longer what it used to be. And I know that's something that's actually been said for a while now. I mean, back whenever I was smoking weed, all the old timers even used to say that. How it's so much stronger and more potent than it used to be. Smoking a joint now is way more than how it used to be smoking a joint, you know, back in the 60s and 70s. And, and that's fine. I get that. You know, through education, we learn to better what we do. It's just like any other fruit or vegetable. We've genetically modified them to be sweeter or bigger or to get more product from the plant. The same thing happens with weed. That's fine. That's how science works. Except now they're making things, these concentrates, all right, of, of THC, whether it be oil concentrates or what they have is it, what they have now is this shatter where it's like glass. it looks like it's out of breaking bad i'm sorry but if you're smoking something that looks like they made it in breaking bad and are actually breaking it and you have a shard of what they call glass which is just hardened oil i think you know i don't know enough about it but just that's at that point is that is that not almost like a drug or if you need a fucking blowtorch to get high, I where, where's the line? What 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 line are we crossing at that point to say yeah? I, it was a long day. I'm, I need to get high. Where's my blowtorch at? What? There was one time. All right, a little quick story just from so you understand my experiences from weed. So so this thing where you need a blowtorch for those that don't know. All right, they have what they call dabs, which is a very concentrated amount of THC oil, basically, where smoking one dab, it's so concentrated, it's like smoking an entire blunt, basically, or an entire joint, or I guess it depends on what you're doing or, or how strong this concentrate is. But you have to, because of the way that it's made, it's only smokable, I, I guess, at a high temperature, at high heat. And so you heat up this metal nail basically and place it onto it which makes a smoke which you inhale so i go over and this is probably 
hell, 10 years ago. I go over to a friend's house to buy some bud. We used to call him Top Hat Tim. Or Dr. Tim, I think some other people called him. We called him Top Hat Tim because whenever we first met him at a party, he was wearing a top hat. That's how he was in my phone for the longest time. Top Hat Tim. I don't even know if that's his real name, to be honest. I don't know his last name, that's for sure. I'm not going to tell you either. But Top Hat Tim had me come over. Weirdly enough, he lived not even a block away from the police station, which maybe he thought he was being smart by being right under the nose, maybe not looking where it's close to them. I don't know. Scared the hell out of me. So I go over and says, hey, you want to you wanna try a dab? What? What's that? Oh, it's just a thing. Just check it out. Hold on. Why, why do you have a blowtorch? What the hell is that? And then I don't know if you ever heard this thing. This thing is loud as hell. So if you're already a little buzzed or a little high, you're kind of like, what in the fuck? So this guy brings out the blowtorch, gets this thing ready. He said, don't worry. I'll do everything else. You just smoke. Everything will be fine. But try not to take a huge hit because it'll hurt. Well, it's your first time. You don't know how much you're inhaling at that point. And so I smoke it. And I nearly die, first of all, is what I felt from a coughing fit. I'm pretty sure I could have died right then and there. My dumbass, of course, I went for another one afterwards because why wouldn't I? And again, almost die. I couldn't move for two hours. I couldn't think straight. And I knew damn well I was not about to drive home in that condition when the police were a block away. And that was my first experience with the dab. And I did it, I think, maybe a handful of times. But I was always uncomfortable every time a friend would bring out this entire rig that they have put together with the blowtorch. Terrified me every time. I never wanted to do it. I Like I said, only a handful of times. Scared the hell out of me. At that point, I think... <laughs> you're taking it to such a far level that it's not it's almost not even fun. Why why is it that we're trying to get so high I can't even think straight? I'm not even enjoying the high at that point. There's one thing if you're smoking a little bit of weed and you want to enjoy yourself, uh, not be concerned whatever. Just smoke some weed with some friends. But you're not even like I don't even think it's like smoking weed with friends at that point because you're like carefully taking turns. You can't just pass to the left. You have a giant blowtorch and this metal nail that you're trying not to burn people with. And you got to make sure you put things in a certain spot. And the rig is big. And now I think they've updated it where it's just like a little pin cartridge thing. But again, this is all going going from my, from my own experiences. But holy shit. What, what is this? You know, so if you are constantly trying to push the limits of how high you can get or if you need to do a dab to get to the same high or maintain your high is that not like opioids now okay this is kind of a touchy subject because at no point am i trying to compare weed to opioids in the sense that people overdose every day from opioids whether it be pills or heroin or fentanyl or whatever and that's not something that happens from weed. You can get it high as hell, eat a bunch of edibles, and you're going to sleep like a 13 hours, and you're going to wake up wondering what year it is instead of not waking up at all. But if I can't get high without doing a dab anymore, if I smoke a joint and it's not the same, like I get a little bit, but it's nothing, or you have to just constantly smoke more and more to maintain it, is that not like how 
somebody that takes pills has to always take more to feel it because you build up a tolerance. It's the same thing with, with anything, with coffee, with caffeine. You build up a tolerance, and and you have to drink more to to feel something for a moment. But at that point, are you even enjoying it? Or are you just doing it to chase a high? Because if you're doing it to chase a high, is that not the same thing as the tweaker down the street? Or the junkie that's not able to get a job because he's too worried about getting high? So where's the limit? Where's the line that we draw and saying, okay, this is getting out of hand? Because I think if you're taking it to a point where you are so worried about getting the next bag instead of new tires for your car, or you are upset because you can't get something new because you have no money, but you always have enough money to get high. Or if you're searching through your couch cushions to get enough money to go get a dime bag, what's the point in that anyway? At that point, you're chasing a high. That's doing a drug at that point, in my opinion. It's like drinking alcohol. Alcohol is legal, but you have alcoholics. You can't tell me if weed's legal, you can't have, and this is a bad term, but weedaholics, I guess, in a sense, where some people feel like they need it to get through their day. Now, some people can handle it just fine, and that's great. Good for you. I'm, I'm glad. Maybe it makes you better. Maybe it works in your system differently. Because we can't all think that a drug is going to affect us the same. But if you're spending all your cash on something that doesn't progress you in life, I think you're picking things different. And now, my my viewpoints have changed a lot because here, 10, 5, 10 years ago, I probably would have told you something different. I did want to get another bag, but I always paid my bills. I always paid rent. I never said to myself, I need a fake piss from somebody to be able to pass a drug test. I never got to the point where like, no, I'm, I just can't stop smoking weed to get a job. I've never had that problem. And I think if it gets to the point where like, no, I'm, I'm not stopping smoking weed. Are you kidding me? Come on. Who are you? How is it that this thing, you can't stop for a couple weeks? And now they have all the stuff that can clean your piss out now that I guess it only takes a handful of days. Which is great for, for those that, that want to do that. But if you have to maintain a lifestyle and, it, and it, you're unable to progress your own lifestyle, at that point, that's called drug culture. That's an addiction at that point. Just like someone that has no money but they can buy a pack of cigarettes every other day. That's a lot of money, especially now with all the taxes and stuff. These are expensive habits. Some people can maintain them and some people can't. Now, if in my experience, the people that maintain it that probably shouldn't are always going to be the younger adults teenagers and young adults because they don't know how to prioritize things in their life and they're a lot of times we don't even know who we are so we smoke weed to get numb or just to enjoy ourselves or hell just to pass time because we're bored and, that, and, and that's fine but if you're so bored all the time that you're just doing that to get through your day is there not something that we could do not a hobby read a read a book or something well, i know that sounds boring nowadays but where do we draw the line between doing a drug and smoking weed? Now, whenever I used to smoke, it wasn't as strong as it was now. Which I feel like, you know, one of the old timers that said the same thing. But, hell, when I first started smoking weed, it, it was normal to get the stuff that was smushed into actual bricks. That you had to peel apart with seeds and stems in it and it was dog shit. It was a big deal to get a budded flower or, or a bud 
that actually had a name behind it. Something that you only heard on the movies or in magazines or whatever. And now you can get something that looks just like a jewel, a little vape, that'll get you higher than what an ounce of the old shit would used to do. You know? Uh, and so it's it kind of baffles me how, how much it's changed, which is it's interesting, I think. I think it's it's worth digesting the information on. But I think also it's gotten to that point because we've been chasing highs for so long. We're always trying to do better with whatever it is, but now any person can be smoking it right next to you and you have no idea. And that's fine. Again, if you can maintain it, but I think it makes it easier to bring in a lot of people that are more worried about the glorification, the glamorization of, of smoking weed because it, it's kind of a cool thing to do in a way. There's something about, you know, inhaling the smoke and hanging out with your friends, but, but, you know, back in my college days, it was a big deal if we had a one of the vaporizers. And that was like the big box machine with this long plastic tube that if you turned it too far, it put a hole in the tube and you couldn't do it. And it tasted like popcorn at the end because it was weird. And it just, you used actual bud and you just, everything was at a high heat. You vaporized basically all the stuff that got you high without actually smoking all the herbs because we thought it was better for our lungs. Now, do you even know what you're putting in? Are we sure this is all just, just THC? I'm guessing it is. I'm sure that they have to... It's regulated in some way now. But, hell, you know, and this this could be just a couple cases, but there was something on, on Vice about how some drug dealers now... And, again, this is over in, like, the UK, so I don't even know if this is something that happens in America by any means. But they would just grab a bunch of herbs from the store... And have a chemical that they spray on it once they mix with water. And they're not really, but they're not do, dosing it or, or measuring it out. And they're just kind of doing a couple sprays and say, that's good. And this is basically the same shit that you were getting out of gas stations. The Spice or the K2, if anybody remembers that. And where you had all the people that were crazy from it because they were smoking too much of it. Because the for those that don't know, the this synthesized cannabis can affect the same receptors in your brain as weed does without actually smoking weed. So people did it so they could pass a drug test and still get high. So is that a drug at that point? Or do you put that in the same category as weed? Do you put the the synthesized fake weed into the same category as weed? Or is that a drug? Because they also had a lot of problems with people actually becoming addicted to the fake weed. You had to have it. You had a craving for it. You had an, an addiction to it. And while I know some argue that weed isn't addictive, I think the lifestyle and the culture is. Because I was a part of that lifestyle. I know this. There's something nice about sitting around with a group of your friends and just smoking and listening to music and just hanging out. It, it, you know, you you feel like it amplifies whatever you're doing. But at the end of the day, you're really deadening your senses, I think. In some cases, and I, I think if you're getting so high, you are at least. Now, I think if you get a little high and you want to walk around or whatever, that, that's a little different. I think there is a vast difference with smoking a little weed and getting high and how high we're trying to get. And we're chasing a high. And at that point, I truly think weed has become the new drug. 
If you cannot prioritize things in your life to progress your life and do better in your life because you're too worried about getting high or getting more dabs, then you're doing it wrong. Now, if you can maintain a lifestyle and enjoy yourself, have at it. I'm never going to stop you. I'm never going to judge you for it. It's not my job. And also, I could be wrong about all this, but I'm not going to go on here and do a bunch of research for you and give you a bunch of articles. If you're that interested in, leave a comment. Give me some of the information, and maybe I can be better educated. But I'm just going off of anecdotal evidence at this point from my own experiences, from friends, and from seeing people uh, through all walks of life. But we'll make this podcast a little bit shorter because it was just something I was thinking about. And it's been bothering me recently. But I am curious on what your thoughts are. Why is it different than a drug? How is it different? Now, if you can maintain it, does it mean the next person can? Because don't tell me, for all the people that smoke pot still, or whatever you call it. I know there's a thousand different names for, for everything nowadays, and it's hard to keep up with it. But if you smoke weed now, you can't tell me you don't know a couple people that their priorities are messed up. Their priorities are to get another bag and get high, have a good time. They, or you might know them, the people that just mooch off of you. They can't get any, so they want to hang out so they can get high. If you're hanging out with people just so that you can get high, is that not a drug lifestyle? Or is that different because it's weed? So where do we draw the line? And how do we differentiate the two things? And how do you progress the agenda of trying to legalize and decriminalize weed if you have the people like that that ruin the image for it? But if, if you can't stop the urge to get high to get a job, or if you can't save your money for something to help your and better your own life because you'd rather get a bag, you're thinking about what helps me now rather than what helps me in a couple weeks from now or a couple months from now. And again, I think a lot of this is because I'm getting more mature and my, my thought processes change. And I'm more about trying to better life in general. And I want to progress always. I'm always about progressing in life. And I think prioritizing something like that over your progress means it's a hindrance. And that's what drugs do is hinder your ability to move forward. And that's why I think weed is becoming the new drug. And that's the lemon. If you've been liking what you've been hearing, don't forget to go to the Facebook page for Lemons with Clemens. I'll be looking for any comments or any discussion on any of the most recent episodes, and I'm always looking for more content to create for you. So please don't hesitate to leave a comment, like the page, also follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any of the other apps that you might be using to listen to this. And always, 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 thank you for listening to Lemons with Clemens.